Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. You know, we're remembering Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is this week. So everybody's getting excited. Hopefully you've remembered it's Thanksgiving. Um, sometimes I forget events and my wife will remind me or one of my daughters will remind me, oh, such and such is coming up. Oh, wow. So Thanksgiving is this coming Thursday. At least I hope I'm not. Um, it's coming Thursday, and uh, you know we we uh, get excited about things like that. We want to thank God for all He's done. Um, but beyond all of that, you know, beyond the things that we could look and think about, it's um, it's actually the the presence of God, the experience of God, the love of God. I'm telling you, you know, there's much more in God in His presence than anything this world can offer. And I just want to encourage all of you, you know, um, make this week a time when you really connect with God in Thanksgiving and you thank Him for all of the blessings that He's got. Well, um, you know, when we think about Thanksgiving, uh, we think about it as being like, it's good manners, right? Um, in fact, I, I love thankful people, and when I, particularly when I see children, sometimes... I don't know why every once in a while when I'm, I, walk, I walk quite a bit and um, young children, young teenagers, or uh, maybe they're not quite teenagers yet or see me and ask me, hey, how do you get to something? Or they're asking me a question. And um, it always makes me feel great for them when they'll say, thank you, sir, or thank you. I really, I mean, because... I, 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 it just, it's just like, wow, what a precious thing in that child that he's saying thank you. And um, it makes me think about their parents. And I'm going, wow, uh, that came out of them because their parents taught them to be thankful. Um, so, and, I, and, I, and I'm sure as you're, I'm sharing this, you're imagining it in your minds and you're thinking, wow, that's true. You know, a child that is thankful and honoring there's something very precious in that. And I, I believe God sees it the same way when we become thankful for everything. And we don't just take everything for granted and just get our blessings and just go about life. You know, we remember to come back and we, we thank God continually. So today I want to do, um, I guess, more of a Bible study um, today as, as in my sharing. And I, I want to talk about Thanksgiving and um, for us to think about it and how we enter into it and experience it. What's it for? You know, how does it work, et cetera, et cetera, and the power of it. I believe if you understand these things from the Word of God, you'll want to do it more. So as I'm going through it right here, I want to encourage you guys, you get on your Word, you get in your Bible, or open up your Bible app or whatever you do. And I tell you, I, I was making fun of people doing that, and now I've got this iPad that has a Bible on it, and I can mark it in my iPad. I'm just amazed. And it's got notes on the side. I mean, I'm blown away. I realize, you know, this is amazing. I mean, I do have another Bible I take with me, a small one, but my, this Bible has been here the whole week. It's just amazing. I've been, I've been using my iPad Bible and my little Bible I carry around, and I'm, gonna, I'm just amazed. But anyway, get in the Word, if you would, with me today. And uh, Father, we do pray. Lord, that you'd just make this word alive to each one of us today. And uh, Lord, write your word in our hearts as we study it and um, help us to get insight 
and feed us your manna. Feed us your word today, we pray in Jesus' name. So I want to encourage you, if you would, to read along with me. Psalm 100, verse 4. It says this, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and bless his name. So, this is what we're looking at first. So I want to just mention a couple of little points here. First of all, um, you see here that thanksgiving is a key to entering and experiencing the presence of God and entering into the presence of God. It says here, expressing thanksgiving, which shows us that expressing thanksgiving to God is connected with entering His gates. That's talking about entering into where He is, right? His gates. And it says, and, and enter into His courts with praise. Psalm 95, 2 says this, Let us enter His presence with thanksgiving. There's a connection between entering into God's presence and having an attitude and an expression of thanksgiving. All right? So the other thing I want to highlight about this verse is he says, be thankful to him. So he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and be thankful. That be thankful is a decision, right? So getting back to the example of the children I was mentioning earlier, I'm sure that the parents might have recognized that at some point their children were, weren't thankful. So what would they do? They'd sit the child down and they would say, do you realize what so-and-so just did for you? And do you, have you considered that? They took their time out. They were being polite. They helped you in some way. And, and you, you just went around and not even recognizing what they did. And you need to go back and say thank you, right? So he says be thankful. This is a conscious decision you have to make to stop and consider the blessings God has blessed you with. Now, I am talking about from small to great. I'm I mean, we can always look at the, the, the most amazing blessing, which is eternal salvation, and think of what was done to make that happen. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, the, the, it, it's so right to appreciate that sacrifice that Jesus did and to respond with thanksgiving in our lips as well as showing thanksgiving in how we live. So, what do you do? Again, how do you, how do, you do this? How do you actually can, uh, be thankful? Remember, you've got to think about it. You've got to consider this, this is from God. And then you have to actually do it. You have to speak what you are thanking God for, right? Now, I want to just say, too, some people... They feel like they need to feel it. They want to thank God when they feel thanksgiving, right? Um, the Bible doesn't say that you have to thank Him when you feel it. You should mean it, and you should be sincere, but sometimes you don't always feel like giving thanksgiving, do you? Uh, right? But it says we should do this whether we feel like it or not. And I want to connect back with this passage. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise, when you learn to give God thanksgiving 
And God prays when you don't feel like it. Guess what happens? The atmosphere changes. Something changes around you. There's a way to change the atmosphere in your home, in your bedroom when you wake up in the morning, in your wherever you are. There's a way to change the atmosphere, to, to connect with the presence of God. And one of the ways which we see right here is through thanksgiving and praise. Man, that'll change the atmosphere. So you might not feel like thanking God, but that's one of the greatest times when you can thank God because um, it, it'll change things. Okay, now I want to mention again here where it says, enter his gates into thanksgiving and in courts with praise. These two things are connected, right? Praise and thanksgiving are connected. These words are these concepts are so similar there's one word in the hebrew old testament that's actually translated sometimes as to give god praise and other times it's to give god thanks it the the meaning is so similar that one word could be translated either way but um you know we normally will connect the two by the way whenever we do it right so let me give an example of how this works um so I get my paycheck, or even if I don't get my paycheck, just I just somehow God provides for me in whatever way He provides for me. Somebody brings me food and puts it on my on my um, on my doorstep when I'm hungry. Whatever somehow how provision comes in my way. So I would let's say I get the food and I say, God, thank you. That's Thanksgiving, right? And then if I say, God, you always provide for me. You're always so good. Lord, you're so big. Lord, it's amazing how you look after everything and you're able to see everything. I have gone from thanksgiving to praise. Do y'all see that? You see how the two are connected together? So anyway, those concepts are really, really connected. So I want to encourage you. um, The Word of God teaches us that we are wired. We are made to praise God. In fact, the Bible says we've been redeemed so that we could (laughs) declare his praises, so that we could thank him. And it ought to be coming out of our mouths all the time. And I will guarantee you, if you learn to start being thankful and expressing thanksgiving throughout the day, throughout your life, it will change your life. It will change the atmosphere around you. You'll start getting out of any spirit of heaviness, any, any weight that's upon your life, and you'll start, start entering into the victory that God has made for you. Now, I'll tell you this. A lot of times, people have some severe issues, and they'll go, well, you don't know the level of depression I go through. Or the, and I understand that. I, I know things can be so intense. It looks like you're completely unable to do anything. Let me tell you, if you will just start where you are, Just begin to give God thanks even though you don't feel it one bit. And the last thing you want to do is praise God or give God thanks. Maybe you want to get in bed. Maybe you want to pull the covers over your head and go to sleep and never wake up. You know, it's like, oh, God, if I could just sleep forever, right? But no matter how you feel, if you will begin to thank God, you know it's true, it's sincere, but you don't feel it. If you will begin to thank God, you will begin to encounter God 
and the, the spirit of heaviness and discouragement and lies and all the doubts and all the things that come to your mind, they will be broken because the spirit of your mind is now being influenced by the, the atmosphere of heaven rather than what you're going through. And I use depression, but I'm telling you, you can be walking in doubt, fears, anxiety, whatever your issue is. And most people deal with an issue of the mind, some issue of the mind that gets them off course. I want to tell you today, if you'd begin to learn to let your words be continually positive and thankful to God, thanking God all day long, you're going to find an amazing, powerful key to getting your breakthrough. I'm telling you, it works. You might go, well, that's a, that's a whole lot to be thinking. I, gotta, I need to be thanking God all throughout the day and praising God and saying something great to God all, all throughout the day. And let me just say this to you. If you don't do this kind of thing, you're going to have other words hitting you all day long. Do you all see that? You see, those words are like they put a shield around you of some sort that help insulate you from all the negative words, the discouragement, the doubts. If you would make yourself begin to praise God, say positive things, and thank Him in whatever you're going through and whatever's happening, if you'd begin to learn to do that, I'm telling you, you would enter into the, the graces of God, heaven's atmosphere, heaven's victory for your life so fast. Hebrews 13, 15 says, let's continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. How often? Continually. I don't think that means, let's do this every Sunday. No, it's just, it should be just a continual thing coming out of us. A continual sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks. Now, before I go further, let me just mention, look how this connects thanksgiving and praise again. It says, let's continue, continually offer thanksgiving to God. Um, and by the way, how are we doing this? He says, a sacrifice of praise. You know, in the Old Testament, they'd have sacrifices, right? They'd burn animals or whatnot. And there, there are things like, like, for example, when the animal's being burned, you know, um, it's like the, if I smell fried chicken, right? I'm like, wow, where is that coming from? It just makes me feel great, right? So, um, that's just the imagery, right? So something comes up before the Lord and it's a sweet smelling, you know, fragrance to him. And he, he just loves it, right? And it says, whenever we give him praise, it's like that. God just goes, oh, wow. Oh, I just, I just love this praise. It's just, wow, I love it. And so he calls it a sacrifice. Let's give him sacrifices of praise. He enjoys it. And then he, he says, that is the fruit of our lips, giving what? Thanks. So look how he connects thanksgiving and praise there again. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks. That's, that's a form of praise to God, right? Anyway, um, Psalm 22 says this. He inhabits the praises of his people. So if he inhabits the praises of his people, he inhabits the thanksgiving of his people as well. Amen? There we see this principle I've been talking about is that God is in thanksgiving. He's in there. He's in your praise. And if you'll enter into that, everything will begin to change as far as the atmosphere 
around your life and where you are is concerned. Every one of us should be doing this all the time. So I want to just ask you right now, you know, the word of God says if we can hear the word and understand what to do, but it won't have an impact on us until we do it. You see, now I just want you to think about this. If you do what we've said so far, it will change your life. Are y'all with me? But it will only work if you do it. Just knowing it won't change your life. You've got to do it. So let me ask you this. Do you think that just from what we've seen so far, that there would be a benefit to you thanking God and praising him throughout the day in some form, actually doing it? Do you think that there would be a benefit? Do you think it would? And I'm not even talking about, is it right? Should you do it? I'm asking you, do you think you'd benefit from it? Do you think your mind would benefit? Do you think this spirit over your heart and mind would change and your life would change because of it? Well, it's irrational to not put this into practice, isn't it? Everybody should do this. It's a huge thing, right? So I don't know, you know, we could, we could, um, we're so advanced now, we can do some. we can tell our phone and uh, remind me every hour between so-and-so and so-and-so to give thanks to God. You know, um, you know, you could probably have it where somebody get, yells out of your phone, give thanks to God right now. You know, don't delay, do it now. But um, I'm just encouraging you, why don't you make a decision right now? If you believe it's the right thing to do, why don't you, and it's a good thing to do, and you're even going to benefit from it. Why don't you just make a decision? You know what? I'm going to get in the habit of doing this all throughout the day, learning how to thank God in whatever situation I'm in. Now, as I mentioned, you don't have to feel like it. Again, you might be in a real bad situation. You go, well, I'm going to do that later. Giving thanks to God when you don't feel like it is the most important time to do it. Because it's going to be a key to your breakthrough. You don't feel like it, but I am telling you, giving thanks to God connects with, with something of God that brings breakthrough into your life whenever you feel overwhelmed, heavy, in the middle of a trial. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says this, Give thanks to God in all things. In all things. For this is the will of God for you. Well, um, one thing there is real simple, right? You know it's God's will to give you to, to give thanks, right? And when? In all things. What does that mean? In all circumstances. So you if you know God blesses you with something, that's a circumstance, and it's sort of easy to give we might forget, but we can give thanks in that, right? We're so excited. We, hey, thank you, G, thank you, right? But what about when something negative or we're in a trial or something bad just happened? Now, I want to I explain something here. It doesn't say give thanks to God for all things. Are y'all with me? So if you're abused by somebody, you, I wouldn't say, God, I thank you that person just abused me. If you're in injustice, uh, in an injustice, God, I thank you for that injustice. Or there's injustice all around you. God, I thank you for that. No, we, we, don't, we wouldn't want to thank God for that, right? 
but we can thank God in that, in that situation. So that's what he says. Give thanks to God in all things, in whatever circumstance you're in, whether good and, you know, something we'd all want to rejoice in or whether whether we're in a situation that's really bad. Learn to give thanks to God in that. This sounds so easy, but I will tell you, people that have not controlled their minds and their emotions, it doesn't matter how smart they are. If they have not learned how to do this, it's so difficult for them to do when whatever comes over their mind comes over them. They just won't do it. They've just got to give in to that other thing. I'm just encouraging today, whatever that is, if that's you, stop, back up, and just go, the Word of God says, I should give thanks in this. I don't feel like giving it. I think I'll just do that later. But no, 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 wait a minute. Let me do it right now. And you just begin to do it. I am telling you, if you will learn to do that, you're going to rise up above your situation, whatever the circumstance is. You're not going to be tainted by it. And you're going to end up with a pretty amazing victory. Now, what happens when you get in a bad situation, right? And what happens to your mind? The devil uses that because he wants to use that as an opportune time to get you to start to say negative things. What happened when the people of Israel saw the giants? Oh, look, we're never going to make it. Oh, look how big they are. You see, the devil wants you to begin to be speaking negatively, thinking critically, thinking, oh, there's not enough. Oh, my, 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 my. And God's like, you know what? If you'll thank me and praise me in this situation, watch what I would do. Anytime you give in to the negativity of your circumstances, you're empowering that and you're taking away the power of God from your life to give you the breakthrough that you need. I am telling you, if you will learn to get the breakthrough in your heart, in your mouth regularly, you're going you're gonna to just that same way begin to see the breakthrough in your life circumstantially. Amen? It will come. What's in the Spirit, first in the Spirit, it will work out into the natural realm. So, um, and by the way, we've been talking about Paul, right? And in Acts, I think, chapter 16, um, and about his warfare. Uh, we're going to get to this next week, hopefully. But if you if you want to go ahead and start reading that story, you're going to see how uh, he goes from one level of warfare to another and things get worse than ever. And that's when Paul enters into a place of prayer, thanksgiving and praise. And it's at his worst moment, his most dark hour. And he does that. And there's an amazing breakthrough that happens as a result. It's given to us as an example. I don't want to get into it fully because we're going to do that next week. But man, it is an amazing illustration of the truth that if you'll enter into Thanksgiving, instead of complain, moan, and, you know, uh, start singing the blues, that kind of thing, if you would begin to praise God and give God glory in the middle of your trial, difficulty, situation, you are just being set up for a huge breakthrough. If you give in to it, you, you'll praise God, you will still go to heaven, but you're going to still be experiencing hell on earth, so to speak, at, in some level. Are y'all with me? 
So I want to encourage you, maybe Thanksgiving is your key to releasing your miracle. Now there's a story we'll read in um, John chapter 6 about this. It's where Jesus is thanking God, um, the Father, for two fish and five loaves. Do you all remember that story? Anyway, they've got this group of 5,000 men plus women and children. They counted the men. There's 5,000. So if it's a regular church service, there's 5,000 men there. There's 10,000 women there, right? And um, there's probably 15,000 children there. I don't know how many were there, but there was a lot. 5,000 men. Um, and it says um, they want to feed them. And one, one of his disciples goes, there's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But that's what is that among so many people? That's nothing. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And then Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed the loaves to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise, the fish. He did the same thing with the fish as much as they wanted. I mean, he didn't go, oh, you know, you got too much. You, you ever have that happen, right, when you're growing up? Your mom's like, don't let your, uh, uh, your eyes be bigger than your stomach. That's what my mom would tell me. But anyway, he's like, as much as they wanted, he gave. There was no limit to the supply. It just kept coming, right? So um, if you look in the other Gospels, the other three, where it says he has given thanks here in John, and then this says he gave thanks and then he broke the bread, and then he multiplied the bread. In other places, it says he blessed it. He blessed it, and then he broke it. So one says he gave thanks, and the other says he blessed it. Do y'all know they're talking about the same event? You, you know what I mean? So what did Jesus do? He gave thanks for the food. What did that do when he gave thanks for the food? He blessed it. Are y'all with me? I, I mean, it's a concept sometimes we don't even think about, but do you realize that that's even the way we talk about prayer when we're talking about praying for food? You ever, you ever think about what we say? Will you bless the food today? What are we asking somebody to do? To pray for it, to thank God for it, right? God, thank you for this food. So we say, will you bless the food today? We're wanting them to thank God for the food. And I don't even think we even think about what we're saying, but when we thank God for the food, we're bringing a blessing upon it. Amen? I mean, personally, I even think it's probably a healthy thing for us to do to thank God for food before we eat it. Anyway, he, he blessed what he, by thanking God for the food, it was blessed. And by the way, it's two fish and five loaves that he blessed right now so far, right? So before we get any further on this example, I just want to say whatever you are thankful for, that you express to God thanksgiving to, brings a blessing on that thing. Amen? 
And sometimes you express thanksgiving through your words. Sometimes it's appropriate to express thanksgiving in other ways to demonstrate thanksgiving to God too. Right? So let's say I remember somebody and they blessed me so much and I could just say, God, thank you for that person. And I could go another level and I could say, um, call the person and say, hey, I want to thank you for that. I could even go another level and, you know, uh, go down to the store and buy them something and give them a gift and say, I just wanted to say thank you, right? So I just wanted to mention that there are various ways that are appropriate to give thanksgiving. And usually um, the, the main one is vocal, but there's some that it needs to go beyond that with the Lord. Anyway, now, um, I just think this is so neat that when you read this, this scripture and what it says here, where it says he'd given thanks or the versions where it says he blessed it, then what happens? He broke it. He, he multiplied it. He multiplied it. Um, it just is so powerful to me, just the concept that he's got thousands of people to feed and he's got two fish and five loaves. And he's looking at these thousands of people to feed and he looks at the two, lo two fish and five loaves and he thanks God for that. In mind that he's got a whole group of people to feed. Wow. He's not complaining, I don't have enough. He's, he's not looking down upon it. He thanks God for what he's got when it's not enough. And that is the key for him having the multiplication. I just think that's so powerful. You see, when you're thankful for, for where you are, even when it's not enough and you're expressing thanks, the blessing comes on that and look what happens. He was thankful when it wasn't enough. He was thankful before it multiplied and that's the key for him seeing the multiplication happen. I just, I just love that story and I've, I've shared this story so many times but that uh, history always reminds me of, of the story of George Mueller who ran an orphanage. And um, this man, he said the way God was dealing with him was he, God wouldn't let him share his needs with people. And he ran an orphanage. He said, I pray about every need that I have, but God does allow me to ask for any of my needs to be met from people. And so um, one day this orphanage was out of food. They had virtually nothing left over. And um, this is such an amazing story. He had they all assembled for their meal. He had all the, the, the orphans sit down with no food at the table. He sits down and he thanks God for their food when there is no food on the table. When he finishes praying, there's a knock at the door and they open the door and when they open the door, this man says, Sir, 
I drive this food truck. I think they had used ice in it somehow back then. But anyway, it says, I drive this food truck. It broke down and all the food's going to go bad if somebody doesn't take it. So I thought, I'd just give it to you. It broke down right there at the orphanage. Did God call the truck to cause the truck to break down? I don't know. I'm not going to say he did. All I'm just going to say is from the one who was praying and trusting God, God used that, right? But this is an amazing. He thanked God when there was nothing. God, I thank you. You always provide for us. I thank you. You bless us. I th- we thank you for this food we're going to have. You're going because you're all, you promised you'd always provide for us. And he finished praying, and boom, there it was. How many of you know? I believe fully there was a connection between that man's faith and him thanking God when there was not enough and there was nothing. He thanked God in the middle of that when the blessing came. So I want to encourage you today. Whatever you're going through, you know, are you lacking? Are you missing something? Are you going through a trial? Giving thanks in the middle before you get your breakthrough is the key for the breakthrough. Enter into your breakthrough in the trial, right? When you thank God and you're praising God, you've got the victory right then. Yes, yes. You're there even though there's not where you are yet, right? You're, you know what's coming. And that's what God says to do. One other story, and I'll, I'll um, come to a closing on this story here, but in Luke chapter 17, in Luke chapter 17, we've got the story of these lepers, right? That These 10 lepers, let's see here. 16, no, 17 verse 11, let's see. Okay, so... He went to Jerusalem, passed through the midst of Samaria, and he entered a certain village, and there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. They lifted their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And uh, now they were, you know why they're standing far off, right? Because leprosy is, was extremely contagious. And when you had leprosy back then, you had to yell out, to everybody that you're a leper so they won't come near you by mistake. I mean, imagine that. Nobody can come near you. They can't talk to you. If they were, they have to yell. You have to yell to them. You're looked down upon. Um, you know, it, it was a, it's a horrible thing to have to go through back then. And they lifted their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourself to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Now, I believe that they have faith, don't you? Every one of them. I believe that they're exhibiting faith. When God says do something, I love commandments with a promise because all you have to do is do what God says and it happens. I believe that that, that's true of whether you're giving and doing what the Bible says with giving or whatever. All you have to do is do what God says and and God brings the blessing, right? Because there's a blessing associated with a commandment. So anyway, he goes, go show yourself to the priest. All they've got to do is go show the... just start the walk. And guess what? When you start to do that, God begins to move. I love that. And it says, it says this, as they went, they were cleansed. What cleansed them? Well, we can say it's the word of God, but really it was their response, wasn't it? If they had just gone, oh yeah, okay, let me see it first. No, you walk it out 
do what God says, the blessing will begin to come or it'll come at the right time. It could have come when they got to the priest, but it started working right as they're, they're walking. They're like, hey, wait a second. You don't look the same. Hey, you grew your nose back. I mean, I don't know exactly what was going on. But then they, I could just imagine, hey, look, your finger's back. You know, or there's, you know, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they were saying. But they're like, hey, right? They were all excited. And so what are they going to do? Well, I don't know if they went ahead and ran to the priest first or they went, ran home. I don't know. I don't know what they did, but they were so excited about getting on with their life right now and enjoying what they got, right? Man, this is amazing. They were blessed by God, right? And, uh, but one of them, when he saw he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. It emphasizes with a loud voice. Could y'all just take this picture? He goes back. He's so full of thanksgiving. It's just so much in him. He screams it out. Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Oh, God, you healed me. You did it. Oh, he, he's so filled. It just comes out so loud. I like being in church service when something just bubbles out of somebody so strongly. Some people will go, man, what'd they do that for? And I'm going, could you not feel what was coming out of that person? That was amazing. <laughs> this person just shouts. It comes out of them so strong. Jesus loves that. You know, God the Father loves that. And he's like, I wish I could have gotten that from the other nine. You see, he goes, weren't ten cleansed? Were there not ten of you? Where are the others? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And then he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Man, what a, what a great lesson here. So, what do we learn from this right here? You know, we all are blessed by God, right? And God's showing right here, it is so important that you give God thanks and that you express your thanksgiving to God for the blessings that you've got, for what He's done for you, and for who you know He is. You've got to express it. These people didn't express it. You know, and I, I think about them, I think about people who get blessed with so many things in life, and they're so excited with their blessing, they just want to go enjoy life. They don't have time for God. They're too blessed. They don't have time for God. It's the crazy thing. Um, you know, there's a story where there's this man, and he provides an amazing banquet. And he's like, go tell these people. Um... Go invite them. Tell them to come. And one guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. I, I just got married and <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I mean, I need some time right here. Another one's like, hey, I'm sorry. I, I got something else to do right now. Um, I got this uh, this other little engagement I've already made. I, I, I'm real busy this week and this is not a good time. And, and, you know, another guy, hey, I just bought a business. I'm really all tied up with this. So please, I, I mean, Thank you, but, but I just can't go. You see, I, I think all of them probably were like, oh, thank you for inviting me. 
that's so nice, but I, I'm really busy. I think they're all thankful. And I bet if you were to go to these nine that got healed that didn't come back, if you were to ask all of them, are you thankful? How, what do y'all think they would say? Nobody's going to go, no, I'm not thankful that he healed me of leprosy. No, I'm not really. Every one of them's going to go, of course I'm thankful. Of course I'm thankful. Right? But Jesus is going, but the problem is you can't just be thankful. You've got to appropriately give thanks. You've got to take time out of your life, out of your day, out of your schedule, and do what's appropriate to give God thanks for what He's done for you. Amen? So, you know, and you just have to think, what has Christ done for us? And I, I just... I want you to think about this verse in 2 Corinthians 5.15. Christ died for us so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Christ who died for them and who was raised for them. You know, we serve the Lord, and I think that the greatest motivation is love, right? Man, I love God. I come to church because I love God and I want to please Him. I pray because I love God and I, I want to connect with Him. I want to know Him. I, I, I prioritize my life. I pull away from things my flesh would want to do to give God time because I want Him more. But beyond even just the love part, there's that you should do it because it's just the right thing to do. It's the proper giving of thanks for the Lord for what He has done. This man, the Lord Jesus Christ, lived for you. He died for you. He suffered for you. He dripped his blood for you. And it says, how much more should you live your whole life as a living sacrifice for him? Amen. It's just your proper thanksgiving. It's just the right way to thank him. Amen. That's one thing you ought to be doing to say, God, I just thank you. Now, lastly, I just want to mention this. In this story, we end up with Jesus telling this last guy who came back, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. Well, didn't all of them have faith? I believe absolutely they did. I believe all ten of them received a blessing from God. And when this one came back, he is, Jesus is emphasizing something to this one. Your faith healed you. You've got to realize he's not just talking about the physical healing. He's talking about something happened on the inside of you. That's pretty amazing. Didn't happen to the other nine. Let me just say, so many people experience the blessings of God, the power of God, and they just go about their way. But there are those God's touched them on the inside and they're going, I've just got to say thanks. I've just got to live for him. I've just got to please him. You see what I'm saying? And they come and they begin to express that to God. They've considered what Christ has done. And they're like, I want to live my life for him. Something's happened deep within. And I'm just thinking about that guy. I don't know what he was dealing with. I mean... But these, been these are 10 guys that have been rejected for a long time in their lives. They're looked down upon in society. They have to yell, unclean, unclean. I mean, could you imagine living like that? And in this, this day, God not only heals this man, but out of his thanksgiving, 
he's gone deep in his heart and he's healed something in there. I just want to say, you know, you know, something, this doesn't sound rational, but just let me just listen to this and consider it. Sometimes people go through things that really wound them and that hurt them. They get all upset about what they've gone through and they start to get in the spirit of that. And it might not sound rational, but I'll tell you, if that's you and you're still there and your pains, your memories, what you've been through is so alive, if you'll back up and you'll say, in the middle of my pain, I'm going to begin to focus on all that Christ has done for me. I'm going to begin to thank him, be thankful and appreciate what God's done. Look, he's forgiven me. How much more can I forgive all these people that have done whatever against me? Amen. If you will connect with God and begin to thank him and enter into that, let go of whatever you're upset at. I don't have enough this, this bad things happen. You know, so-and-so did this to me. Forgive who you need to forgive. Let go of all of that. And if you would just begin thanking God in the middle of your situation, thank Him for who He is. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank Him for your forgiveness. Thank Him for an eternity, an eternity being with Him. We were thinking about that this morning. We are praying that this morning. That is amazing. We have eternal life. And it's not life just like this. It's life with God forever. That's amazing. I mean, it's phenomenal. And you're worried about your little, your, I mean, your time down here in considering eternity is going to be like that. You're going to go, oh, it was like that. There was not, there was, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And are we worried about this? There's nothing down here to compare with what's coming. It's going to be amazing. So I want to encourage you. Learn to be a thanks a give, a giver of thanks, one who praises God, and watch how your life changes because of that. Lord, we want to thank you this week. You've been so good to us, Lord. You always bless us, always help us, always bring us into new things. So, Lord, we just pray, Lord, this week, thank you, God. Thank you for looking after us. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for your power, God. Thank you for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we just remember that this morning. We remember that just this moment. God, we remember that he came. He lived his life for us. He had us in mind when he was suffering. He had us in mind when that decision was made to come out of heaven, to come into the earth and to live the life of a man and to live his life that way. He had us in mind because of that love. And you said because you so loved us, Lord, you sent your son. God, we remember that today. And God, we thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We just tell you thank you from the bottom of our hearts for our salvation. Lord, thank you for saving us because you didn't want us to perish. You didn't want us to experience that. And you were willing to sacrifice so that we would not perish, so that we would not go to hell, so that we would not live a life. Oh, God, we want to thank you, Lord. God, what could we do to thank you, Lord? We just thank you, Lord. We love you, God. And we just pray, Lord, that you continually just help us, Lord, to remind us and help us to see how blessed we are. Lord, And we pray that this week, Lord, I now ask, Lord, that you'd give us an amazing praise in our mouth, God, and let it be spiritual in Jesus' name. Amen.
I just want to encourage everybody to, you know what? You can enter in. The Bible talks about high praise. And so there's, a, there's our levels of thanksgiving. You'll start at some place of thanksgiving. But as you go, as you go forward, you need to increase in the mind of thanksgiving, the mind of praise, the spirit of thanksgiving, the spirit of praise. So if you'll start out where you are, you remember how that said the guy was yelling? Maybe you'll get to some times when you get to that point when Thanksgiving overwhelms you so much, you'll be shouting to God. You won't even be thinking about how crazy you look. You'll just be so thankful. You might not feel like that or you might not start out. And I'm not saying it's bad to just go there either when you don't feel like it. But what I'm just saying is before long, if you'll continue to press into it, the spirit will change over your life, over your mind, over your heart. And you're going to begin to experience it in your heart, the thanksgiving and the praise.